Welcome to the Only Brother Sister podcast, built for teachers by teachers. Dumplings over flowers. I'm the sister, Nicole. And I'm the brother, Izzy. And this podcast is here to take you on a backstage tour of our combined 50 years of experience teaching so that we can help you recognize and celebrate substance over appearance. Or dumplings, dumplings over, over flowers. flowers. Yeah. A waterman, spin the wheel. Ask me what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today? Well, Waterman, uh, this just in from Waterman. Um, Last day, first keys. Wow. Which is a story that I love hearing. And I um was, isn't it isn't it first keys last day? I don't know. Is yeah, it? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Waterman. So, yeah, it's last, it's first day, it's first keys last day. Well, you might be able to tell it's not my story because I didn't really know the real title. Um, this is one of Izzy's stories. Let's hear it. So um one of the things that I got very excited about, and I don't, maybe you can relate, was the uh, the time where I got the keys to the room, right? So, um, you know, got my first classroom, uh, was setting it up. In fact, I think there might be pictures that uh, you can see at the end of this of Nicole, a very young Nicole. That classroom. Helping me set up my very first classroom, um, along with my mother and father, <laughs> sisters. <laughs> Um, I was that guy, 22 year old, but I do remember having the keys and I was told that if we lose the keys, they have to rekey the entire building because it's like, you know, so security, security blah, yep. blahs and, and all that good stuff. So I was petrified. Um, so it always stuck with me, you know, that, that, that was part of the routine, right? Keep, make sure you, you pay attention, always know where those keys are and stuff. Um, cut to a bunch of years later in a very difficult uh, learning environment, let's call it. And um, what do you mean? Well, it was a it was a high needs school Different that I school. was working in. Yeah, and um, and a very very difficult learning environment. A lot of transition, a lot of turnover in the school, and um, a big you know part of that was was really uh, something that we'll get into in this episode now as a result of this topic. But it's a it's really about having. Um, proper support, resource, and training that clearly didn't exist for poor old um, Miss So-and-so, who we will leave nameless, because on her first day, um, first set of keys, it was also her last day. No. Because of the keys? No, because of the environment. So worse than the keys. So I was in um, the the assistant principal's office, and um, it's not funny. But it was a pretty ironic and funny scene. Um, we were talking at the end of the day and just kind of recapping things and um, very casually. And in walks Miss So-and-so and without saying a single word. Oh, no. She walked in, put the keys on the desk, walked out. And he said, and it, the, we looked at each other and the assistant principal looked up and said, well, I guess that was her last day. And I said, it was also her first. So, yeah, um, I guess when you know, you know. And no storming out or anything, no, just a quiet calm. Just just the worst kind of storming, wow. which was that the quiet, um, you know, calm. Yeah. 
Um, and so it always kind of stuck with me. This was probably um, my one, two, three, maybe eighth year teaching. And I was at a point of emerging leadership, let's say. Mm -hmm. And and with that, it really made me think back about and, and start to think about like what, how did that go wrong so fast? How could somebody come to that conclusion yeah. so quickly? Um, and, and, you know, what could have been done? Um, I was starting at the time to, like I said, kind of emerging leader, but I, I was in a role where um, I was the team lead. You know, we had, we used to have pods of four teachers and, you know, so we had, we had the larger content areas and the grade level areas and leaders in those regards. And those were the, those were the paying jobs. So, so that wasn't yet where, you know, I was at, but, um, but then there was the team leader and, you know, how things going internally on your team and the, the across the kids and stuff. And so it really stuck with me, like how, and thankfully Ms. So-and-so, by the way, was not on my team. Um, not thankfully because I would have felt like a big failure. Um, but I also would have hoped that she was on the team because the first question should be, you know, how could we have supported that better and created right. a better environment? So let me ask you this. Let yeah. me stop you. Um, that's a haunting story. And it's certainly not something that I think is uncommon right now. Mm -mm. Um, so many teachers. I mean, you're in the Facebook Pandemic, groups. You're in right? that. Yeah. 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 Everybody is like, day, last day. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? And it was, to be honest, you know, it wasn't easy before pandemic, but now especially, you know, I think we're seeing the gap between the excitement of the keys and the mm -hmm. last day mm -hmm. close mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, I can remember leaving my keys in the door of my classroom mm. overnight. <gasps> what? And yeah, and this is just a little pro tip for you. Everybody always says when you get a job, who should you be the nicest to? Custodians. Correct. <laughs> so my, my custodian friend, uh, Bob, the next day, came up and said, here's your keys. Oh. I'll never tell anyone. Oh, nice. So thanks. I'll tell everyone on the podcast someday. Right. He, uh, <laughs> but yeah. And if you're out there, Bob. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. No, because it's such a big deal. And it the keys is. are sacred. The keys are sacred. You're mm -hmm. right. Um, and so is this job. So if that teacher was on your team mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she had come to you and put the keys on your desk mm -hmm. in that quiet, weird, calm, <laughs> yeah. turbulence way. I what would you have done? Uh, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe the, the AP who had a ton of experience made the right move. Um, but I what did he do? Nothing. Right. But my inclination would immediately be the why, you know, some conversation, the how can we help? And I know that sounds easy. And like I said, now let's not hold, let's hold out the idea that possibly that's the best move because we got to consider we're talking about stakeholders who are children. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's a touchy topic to me because there is a place that people should be self-aware and understand, um, that, you know, if it's not the right position, if you're not going to be the right person in front of the room, um, for, for whatever particular reason, you don't think it's going to work, figure it out sooner rather than later. Yeah. I'll say that much. However, Teaching is a craft and it's an art and it's something that is going to require multi attempts, multi reps. It's not a one and done. Um, and so I, I would I would really kind of approach it from that level. 
and most especially try to offer some wisdom as to and some guidance, I should say, as to how to navigate that space a little differently. Well, I mean, as your sister, right, I can tell you that I've had that advice from you mm. a few times in my career. Isn't that our origin story, right? This is episode bit. one. This is episode one. So maybe one. We, we hit that a little bit. We do. Um, but I can tell you that, you know, throughout the, the times where I've come to you for advice, mm. It's never been, and I'm sure I wasn't like wordlessly handing over my keys to you, but <laughs> I know that there have been times where I've been like, I don't know if this is for me. I don't mm -hmm. think I'm doing this right. Mm -hmm. Everybody else around me is fine. Why am I like this? What's happening? What should I do? And I can say that on kind of two sides of the advice coin, mm -hmm. people around me were like, oh, well, you know, it's just make it till this day. Just make it till Thanksgiving. Just make right. it till the turn right. of the year. Just make yep. it till... You know, so it was about time, which probably speaks to, you know, practice and, mm -hmm. and things like that. And that's not necessarily the wrong advice. Um, but practicing the same thing over and over again right. is not going to help yeah. anybody. No, not unless you're practicing the correct procedures, right? Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. permanent. Mm -hmm. Correct. So we want to work on behaviors and procedures. But the problem is you don't always know them as a young teacher. Yeah. And you know, just to give advice, like, Hey, you know, I don't know what to do here. You know, my, my, so hang in there is down. not advice. Hang in there. The cat on the tree <laughs> limb is a great poster, not great advice, but it is could it a be great poster though. It's a great poster. <laughs> is that even I a real question? It, no, everyone knows. No, you're right. You're right. It certainly, it certainly <laughs> stood the test of time. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. He's hung in there. He's um, hung in there. Yeah. No doubts. But it has to be more specific than yeah. that. I mean, there was not, there would not be a, a situation where someone would come to me and say, you know, I, I, I'm ready to leave. I can't take this mm -hmm. without me saying like, why, like you're well, saying, and then figuring that? out, right. Yeah. Like let's, and maybe that brings us to our next, um, mm -hmm. segment, which would be to say, how can we make this practical mm -hmm. instead of just the, um, flowers instead of the dumpling, right? Like the, Ooh, the substance over the appearance. So we work a lot around uh, teacher attrition. We talk about that a lot in our mm -hmm. work. And and we've found that 67% of the people that leave the field leave and they cite support, resource, and training or the lack thereof as the primary reasons, right? So um, we all are very familiar and it's, 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 it's as old as the cat hanging on the poster <laughs> to, to understand that we are underpaid and overworked and you know, it does yeah. have to be a labor of love and it's a calling and a mission. And, and we agree and believe in all that. Um, and there, and that's a topic that might show up on the wheel one day. Waterman put that on the wheel. In fact, um, that might be something that we can, we can jump into, um, and, and talk about how to find significance and belonging and some joy inside of the, the facts, not denying the fact we can accept that, right. but not coming into agreement with the negative side of that. Right. So in this case, we going back to teacher attrition or burnout, even on first day burnout. Um, <laughs> it's a quick burn. You know, it's a flash in the pan. Um, if I ever heard one, uh, we're looking at support, resource, and training, right? And so, um, in your school, in your experience, now, now Nicole, it's well documented that I am uh, much older than Nicole, and she, it's well documented because. She well, well documented, documented. Um, 11 years older. Um, what the viewers don't know, 
Because is. how would they? Or maybe they do. Maybe there's some that have heard the story. Do I know? What? You, of course oh, you know. Oh, I know. Is that my say. very first teaching experience, you know, it was a field experience in college, um, was in Nicole's sixth grade classroom. She was yep. a student in the class. And I believe I made you call me Mr. Galanti, didn't you I? You did, because yeah. I can remember saying, Mr. Yeah. Galanti, uh-huh. mom made us tuna. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I, I was so cool. Was, uh, yeah. Mr. Galanti, I have your lunch again. Yes. It's a it's a potatoes and eggs hero in I, a greasy brown paper bag. Amen to that. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I hope. Waterman, <laughs> could you make me a sandwich? Because now I'm hungry. <laughs> Leave him alone. Um, yeah, do your job. Um, point being, without, you know, there there we can categorize it into three ways, right? And we but inside those categories, we might need leadership. Um, so your, I, your categories sure, you're saying are support, resources, and training. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't at certain times say, okay, attend my training or here's a, right. a training. I could maybe, and not really all that much in the early part of my career, um, guide you in stuff and training, let's say that I received. Yeah. Um, or even have good resources. We, you know, you were a humanities teacher. Um, I was a STEM teacher, primarily STEAM. Uh, teacher and so maybe the resources didn't even jive um but i could support and i could support in the those other ways maybe pedagogically maybe um social emotional social emotional for sure for sure right just just having had different experiences um and that's not even i mean i will say that the resources sometimes mm -hmm. are about you know if you're thinking about a young new teacher a young, beautiful new teacher like myself, hmm. maybe those resources are like, here's a, a really great way to make a seating chart. Here's a, you know. Yeah, so that, <laughs> funny you should say that. Same school, same team. Um, you know, one of the things to do is to recognize what you do well mm-hmm. and help people reproduce that, inspire mm-hmm. that action in others. Mm. So um, Mike Pilata, if you're listening, um, Phenomenal teacher, and I'm going to use that name because I know he will want me to. Um, one of my biggest influences, and not just in this way, but this was one of the funny stories I take away. Um, and he would tell me this all the time. I do a few things really well. Mm-hmm. Those are the things you should copy from me. The rest of it, you're on your own. When you were teaching with him, was he like a veteran at the time yeah. and you were new? Okay. Well, well, more importantly... He he might have maybe been a couple of years ahead of me in experience, but more importantly, he was in he all of his experience was in the learning environment that I walked into, and none of my experience was in that environment. Right. Okay. So this was a a, a very uh, urban school, primary primarily uh, you know Title One, free and reduced lunch. I mean, a very very uh, tough underserved. Yeah. You know, community. And um, and I had come from uh, a Long Island uh, private school mm-hmm. that was not underserved, um, had its you know merits and, and and issues, but totally different set of circumstances. So he was uh, exceptionally well versed in that community and taught me a number of great things, not just two or three. Um, but funny enough, I said, well, you know, I was I was all ears. And that conversation, and I said, "Well, give me an example. Like, what is, what do you do well?" And he said, "Attendance." Speaking of important things, um, I don't know if if our young viewers, 
young teachers, emerging teachers, pre-service teachers in the audience are going to recognize the, the, what had to happen to make sure that your attendance records were right. Oh, my gosh. In the pre-computer, pre-LMS uh, Oh, my days. gosh. No. Um, and one of the most important pieces of that was making sure you had accurate attendance records. And so I said, attendance? Like, like you're not the mysteries of life? And it turns out it was one of them that I didn't recognize. And he had his clipboards and he had his process and his pre procedure. He had structure. He had device. Mm -hmm. And he had that routine, right? A so, system, yeah. And, and a, some sort of system. Um, oh, my so, gosh. My, my attendance structure was like, Hey, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Go fill uh, in those bubbles. Tell me who's absent. Yeah, mine was basically screaming, quiet so I can take attendance. Right. Um, you know, that in the early days. And and but he had a routine. Now we're all microchipping the yeah. children. Oh no, no, and, we're not. Oh, no. no. I don't are we? No. No. Um, however, attendance still being important. Um, you know, people scan in. I mean, obviously there's yeah, a ton yeah. of different ways. Point being, we've got support, uh -huh. resource, and strategy. Support might come in the, in the form of inspiration. This is the thing I do well. Mm -hmm. Follow me. Mm -hmm. This might be the thing we can establish and do well together, right? So that that's support. Um, and on the flip side of that, it might be that you notice something that you need in somebody and you approach them and say, mm -hmm. hey, I noticed you do this I well. I think I hear a call to action coming, Waterman. You know. Um, because that that is, that's perfect. Um, I didn't think I, I never thought of my colleagues as the resource right when i say resources i don't think about people especially not in teaching because i feel like my colleagues i was i was in awe i mm. mean i my first job i walked into the the English office, and there was like mm -hmm. somebody was playing a guitar, and, and they, somebody they, was writing a poem, and you know, like things were happening. And I was like, "Oh God, I just have this stack of books. I don't even know how to read really great." I, am I saying this word correctly out loud? Right, like, right? I knew how to read. <laughs> That's an overstatement. I hope. However, I mean, I, I was didn't. terrified to ask anybody for help. Of course, and, and because, well, what I've found is that it's. A such a personal thing, but as a as an instructional coach, what uh, what happens a lot to us, right, Nicole? Is uh, I say right, like I already said it. But what happens to us is people will say, "Well, you get up and do it." Okay. Um, you know, if that you're does so happen good. a lot, and 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 usually that's around behavior management. Mm -hmm. um, and the problem with me getting up and doing it is, even if it works momentarily, it works because of my personality and my approach that is m almost unteachable. You've already owned and processed that and right. digested it and kind of spit it back out as your own, not as what somebody else is doing. And P.S., it doesn't always work either. Right. Right. So the, it, there is no magic potion to this, and that is the problem. And so I think simultaneously what happens on the flip side is I wouldn't think to ask for your magic potion um, because – I can see that, and that happens a lot with, uh, particularly again around behavior management. Um, some of the best ideas, and it, these are good ideas, they just don't always work. Right. Is to bring somebody to a classroom that's well managed. Mm. Um, but what's behind that scene is so much foundational work and so much time that taking a, a that first day teacher and saying, "Wait, 
don't leave. You can take the day off tomorrow from teaching and we'll go to different classrooms and you can observe practice and learn. Those are great ideas and good things to do. But what they're watching is the end result of so much work right. yeah. that seems so seamless and easy that that's the next piece of overwhelmingness. Right. Is how like, am I oh, ever how would get I ever get there? there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, so really, let, let's go. And I will say, just to add, yeah. the it doesn't always work because of the different groups of kids you have. Of course. You know, my sixth period class is not the same as your third period class. Your yeah. sixth period class is not the same as your third period yeah. class. So uh, the first thing I learned as a middle school teacher was uh, post recess slash lunch slash gym, whole different learning environment from the smells. That is a euphemism. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. To the, to the, you know, to the, um, the food, the nutrition, the way it impacts uh, people's brains and bodies. Um, back to the smells again. Yeah. Uh, many a day spent uh, reminding students to bring deodorant, um, which listen, God's work you're doing. It, you right. Do yeah. and, but if it affects me, I have to believe it's affecting someone else. Sure. And so I'm dealing with, I mean, like we say, I mean, it is such that the job would be so easy if it wasn't for the kids, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, but, but with, for the X factors, the variables, um, and, and you can't account for all of them. So our goal here in Dumplings Over Flowers is to talk about um, basically the old proverb, and I'll, I'll, I'll mathify the old proverb of fishing. And it's, it's not just about, you know, in, the, in that case, they were teach a man to fish and they'll have I hope it, we have a know. really cool sound effect for when you just said, I'll mathify Ooh, something. Waterman. Pull up a sound effect. Mathify. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll mathify the idea of the fishing story about, you know, uh, catch a fish. Teach or give a man, a man Give a man a fish yeah. or teach him how to fish. And what I, I always talk about in, is... I'm not trying to teach students how to solve a problem. I'm trying to teach them how to approach every problem. And if we look at it from that vantage point in terms of teaching, now we're talking about dumplings over flowers. We're not checking boxes of board configurations and this, that, and the other. We're putting those things together and saying, why does that even matter? Right. You know, people who are, I guarantee, much smarter than me. I'm not sure about much smarter than you, but guaranteed much smarter than me have seen the connections that can be made in all of these structures and systems and devices and put them together in a way that makes the learning environment one um, that can account for just about everything. Mm. So support we have yeah. covered, right? Yeah. If you see someone who you would like to get support from or need a particular kind of support, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, right? We reach out yeah. to those people. Resources. Um, there are so many great options for resources out there, are not they? the least of which. Are they? Oh, well, you're not going to plug. Of course I'm going to. Mosaic, plug. our sponsor? Our sponsor and our company. <laughs> Waterman, roll the tape. No, there's no tape. There's no tape. There's just us. Mosaic Instructional Planning mm -hmm. is the company that Izzy and I co-founded, and it is our lesson planning software that lives in the cloud. That takes teachers every step of the why, way. Why did you emphasize that it lives in the cloud? Well, I'll tell you. Go ahead. Because um, this morning mm -hmm. we had some. Did Borderman tell you? <laughs> <laughs> we had some issues with the weather here. Mm -hmm. 
and a tornado siren was going off, which is not something it, I experience in my life in true. New York. I've, but I am down in Dallas. Yeah. The land of sirens, I guess. Um, and I, I knew it was bad because you all said, um, yeah, I, I was, there's an actual say, siren. Oh yeah. no. You know, I don't hear the siren much either. So yeah, hearing the siren saying, you know, everybody's attention. If you think about the disaster that could happen, if you have your lesson plans, not in the cloud, yeah, I tornado you were kinda, could wipe them out, you know, whatever. I thought you were going to go to hacking, which happened in a district in uh, New York. Same that the, the proverbial tornado that yes. is cyber attack. Yeah, for sure. But it lives in the cloud, um, so you don't have to worry about any of that. Truth. Or you could do it from your shelter in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Mosaic is exactly what we're talking about, and it's it's an extension of who we are and what we've done, mm -hmm. and our time in the classroom and our experience as instructional coaches um, and teachers. So Mosaic yeah. is a cloud-based lesson planning platform that offers support, resources, and training for teachers at every decision point of a lesson plan. Mm -hmm. So if you are out there and looking for the kind of mentorship that we had right, and still have Truth. as siblings and teachers, um, but as mentors and teachers, you can get that in Mosaic, even yeah. if you're alone in a tornado shelter. Yeah. And because really what happens a lot, what I got a lot of, Mm -hmm. And and I believe it's one of the topics on the wheel. Um, and we'll get into more depth if and when we we spin and hit that topic. But you know, there's so many different ways. In fact, there's probably for as many teachers, there are as many different ways to approach teaching and learning. There, but there are some absolutes to stand on. And then there's all the stuff that has to get disseminated into choices that I get to make. Mm -hmm. That's a daunting task. And here's one of the most important ones. How do I differentiate the scripted lesson I'm given mm -hmm. and add some choice around that to make it more um, relatable, more authentic, and more relevant to my students, which yes. changes behaviors, yes. Yes. which changes learning atmosphere, which changes everything. So really, we're, everything that you're going to, you know, it's always going to tie back for us to the plan. Um and the, the action plan. And so really, you know, without being cliche in the least, this is this is work that we um, have thoroughly vetted. And it's not about product. It's about um, the fact that through the years, we recognize that all these philosophies, all these these great ideas um, need to be disseminated in a way that's relevant and that creates an experiential process and procedure. So students have a really high quality lesson in front of them. And teachers have the option to be, to level the playing field. We talked a lot about learning loss in pandemic. There was a lot of teacher loss in pandemic, not just losses in attrition, right? right? But skills and, and processes. Certainly in motivation, yeah. morale, yeah. support. I mean. And now, and, and as a result, right, we have added mandates. Yeah. Now we have to consider more, um, and it, these, some of it's good. You know, to consider more um, intentionally, let's say, you know, different ways to 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 work relationship over content and and yeah. all that, right? So, how do we do that and do everything we have to do and we don't have time and we get it? Um, and so, really, what I guess we're gonna have to do is come back again uh, for another round of this because that's the stuff we're gonna get into, and that's why we're calling this dumplings over flowers. Uh, you want to go back into that story a little bit before we? 
Yeah, so dumplings over flowers, first of all. Shout out to Maximilian. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Um, shout out to dumplings is what I was going to say. Well, true. If you Dump want me I, to start the story. When I heard the story, I, I texted <laughs> Nicole right away and I wrote dumplings over everything. Yeah, we happen um, to be dumpling lovers. Yes. And that's why we chose this name. True. No. Um, well, wait, I said true. Well, it's, it's not untrue that we love dumplings. But dumplings over flowers is recently something we heard mm -hmm. um, beautifully said by our friend Max, who um, it's a Japanese proverb. Mm -hmm. So he said it in Japanese. I won't even attempt. <laughs> no. I will not attempt. No. Um, but basically the idea of substance over appearance or um, reality over fantasy or, or how about in teacher world over abstract or in teacher world reason over checkbox. Um, I don't, why am I doing this? Um, do I have to reason over checkbox is not as catchy. Like However, <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I but like it. that's what we hope what to accomplish think, here on the podcast. And we, um, have more stories where this one came from. So we hope you'll join us again. Hey everybody. This is the unseen, but ever present waterman. Thank you for listening to Dumplings Over Flowers. Our current plan is to have new episodes every other week, so be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube or follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find us on YouTube or on social by searching Dumplings Over Flowers or at Dumplings Pod. That's at Dumplings, P-O-D. Also, don't be afraid to leave a comment on our YouTube channel. Your comments, questions, or stories may very well inspire the conversation in our next episode. If you would like to know more about our cloud-based lesson planning platform, you can visit mosaicip.com. Once again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.